Hello, welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar Badass. I'm Tristan Graham, and I have my guest here, Trevor Allen. Yes, sir. Hi. What's up? I don't know. What's up? I don't know. What um? What do you do for a living? I am an electrician. Not crazy. Not fancy. You ever get shocked? Uh. Not as much. As people would think, I mean, kind of just be a little safe, kind of get away with some things here and there, but some things go under the radar and get a little risky and get shocked, but it's not that big of a deal, because I don't work with like high voltage, like linemen, if they get zapped, usually they're, that's their last, their, their, their ticket to to heaven. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, kind of just like a little buzz here and there and get your hairs to stand up. So, what's the gnarliest thing you've seen? Because I know, like, you're pretty high risk. Even being what you're doing. I mean, obviously, low voltage is not as bad, but that's pretty high risk. Well, it's still, it's still considered high voltage, but not like Lyman. Um, just what I've seen. It's not crazy, but I saw, yeah, my foreman, we were working in some switch gear. So, Basically what had happened is our company was stealing power from the utility company. So they bypassed the meter. And so I got like these aluminum jumpers and this dude totally nig rigged it. And so we were getting inspected and so we had to take them out. And so my foreman took them out and so he had an extension on his impact and he hit the bus bar and it blew up in his face. And I was standing outside of the door and like metal trunks like were on fire flying outside the door. What like shit. You know, like some of his beard burnt off and his, his face was a little burnt up. So what's, um, obviously, Lineman is in, incredibly high voltage, but like what voltage are you dealing with? We deal with 120 and 277. 120 is not too dangerous, 277, 277 from what I've heard. I've never got shocked by it, but from the dudes who have got shocked by it, they said it hurts like a motherfucker. I bet. <clears throat> Dude, I had to put a new uh, end on my welder extension cord. Mm -hmm. That was the most nerve-wracking thing. Like, plug it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, how do you guys do that for a living? I was so nervous. It's like, fuck, please don't shock me. Absolutely. Not scary because you can't see it. Even yeah. if you know it's right. Like, you did all the steps correct. You know it's right. It's still nerve-wracking because you don't see it. Yeah, and that was something you were telling me uh, last time I talked to you. You have to trust that whoever built the house wired it right. Because just because, what are you saying? What were the colors? Green, Co white, and Colors, black? yeah, they, they mean something, obviously. So just your basic colors, your ground, neutral, and hot is your, your blacks are hot, your whites are neutral, and your greens are ground. You can wire up a whole house using just only green wire. <laughs> All That's work. something I would do. If <laughs> <laughs> you run across this, there's some assholes out there. It's like, fuck, I ran out of my black bar. Fuck it. Let's oh use a green one. As long as we know it works. And the next guy better know what they're doing. So your whole job is based on basically probabilities. Like, hopefully um, that guy did his job right. No, not us. Like, because we do a lot of remodels. We do a lot of tenant improvement. So we rip down a store and then we start it from scratch again. So we... We're basically there from the beginning, and we try to do most of it right. 
Yeah. Hopefully not fuck the next guy. Fuck, I could, dude, I could see that going bad. <laughs> what if you had, like... <laughs> okay. What if you had a guy that worked with you that was into that? Like, what if it turned him on when he got shocked? <laughs> Go for him. <laughs> like, he's the guy crossing the wires on purpose just so you get a little fucking excitement out of the day. Go for him. That ain't for me. That, that ain't my cup of tea. That ain't gonna last long on the job site. Fucking Bill. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your nipples have too many scars on a Bill. Lay off on the fucking Lay jumpers. Fuck off, <laughs> Take it easy. Fucking pick up a broom. You're fucking on fucking sweet duty today. Yeah. So, okay, well, that seems to be the reoccurring trend on this podcast is it's supposed to be about, like, blue collar and, like, the people and, like, how they work and all that stuff. And it goes about five minutes in and then we're just fucking left field. So I think we're just going to get a head start on that. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to take it serious. Why? Just, is that just a random, like, is that just in general? Like, I don't know, because... I mean, I understand. I get it, for sure. Serious sometimes is boring. I'm like Peter Griffin with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because like serious serious stories aren't really fun. No. But I guess if people are tuning in to hear serious stories, you can talk about. Well, tune out. Go away. Get, get away. <laughs> the only serious shit I'll ever do is like, like I don't know, I wouldn't even call it like motivational, but like I just like, like I get like I have so much fucking drive and like. Um, energy balled up that I gotta like expel it sometimes yeah and like I used to just talk to myself and sound like a fucking lunatic in my yeah. truck or tractor or whatever and I was like why am I talking to myself I'll just record this and like I've been like past two weeks I've just been recording here and there little well, clips well, I think that is kind of actually the downfall say some podcasts that are similar to this is because the people try to focus on like the fun parts of all these jobs yeah for which, sure like, obviously, if you post on Instagram, Snapchat, like, oh, look what I'm doing, this is sick today, you know, look what I did. Obviously, everybody's like, oh, you have the sickest job, and it must be nice getting paid good, and that's sick, but it's like, you're not going to be posting the bullshit parts of these jobs every day. You're not going to be posting when you're waking up at 3 o'clock, and you're getting home at 7 o'clock. You don't post none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe for, like, the people who aren't necessarily blue-collar listening to this podcast... I guess it, it'd be nice to kind of like, com- not convince people, but educate people on how the average blue collar worker is. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's, um, you sure do see a lot of people posting about how great it is and, or when it's great and good on them. Like I want to see people do great, but I also hate the fact that they're masking like yesterday. It was garbage for me well, yeah. yesterday and today. I I haven't slept since 12 o'clock on Thursday. And it is now 10.08... 12 o'clock noon. It's now 10.08 p.m. Friday. So I don't even know how many hours that is. A lot. But there's a reason for that. Because my job sucks sometimes. I didn't get what I needed to load out in time. It was just a new deal. So that sucked. And then I load my shit up, and I try and drive home, and my trailer blows a tire, and it wipes out a leaf spring, and it wipes out an axle, and then I gotta put it all on a fucking semi-truck and I'll haul it all home. But nobody's seeing that. No, they don't see you sitting on the side of the freeway for six hours because the tow truck company forgot about you. No, but they see the sick truck, they see the sick boat, mm-hmm. and that shit. So it must be nice to make good money Yeah. driving a tractor. Yeah. 
they don't see the the setup tear down well unfortunately those are the same people i feel like that if something like that happens to them where they blow a tire and they're stuck on the side of the freeway in their company truck waiting for a tow truck they're charging the company that whole time yep and it's like i'm not i just took a loss like i'm not I'm not going to benefit from that no matter what. Because if the company's hurt, I'm hurt. You know, like... Absolutely. I feel like there's a weird disconnect right now. Well, I know there's a weird disconnect right now in the industry where people don't treat their shit... Like, like a company, whether it's a $5 billion company or a $500,000 company, they trust you to... They, they instill their trust in you to maintain these work trucks and these tractors and shit. They hope that you would take care of it like your own. And when I see guys out here that don't, it, it, well, it, it fucking pisses me off, really. Because it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's yours. Like, well, if you want to keep it. This is what I get from it. So you get, say, dudes, say like us, take a lot of passion on our trade, and other guys see that, like, oh, look, you could actually do good off this. I'm not passionate about it, but if I could kind of cruise by and get that paycheck, then fuck it. Then we'll do it. And so these are the guys that they somehow make it, they somehow get in with this company, and they're just good enough to get by. They don't give a fuck, but they're making that paycheck, and then they put, and that's when they start making it okay to other people who don't have that passion. It's like, oh, like if you just kind of care a little bit, you'll get this fat paycheck. Those guys are, I call those guys boat anchors, because the minute you hire somebody like that, you're slowing your well, your profitability skill f- faults. Well, because they talk to all the other guys and they convince them that it ain't shit either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cancer. It's not it good. Is. It spreads like wildfire on uh-huh. a job site for sure. Yeah, especially I can imagine. I, I haven't really had a lot of experience on a job site where there's a bunch of dudes. Yeah. A lot of my jobs are like Well, it's different because you guys. guys, you're in your own equipment all day. It's not like you're mm-hmm. walking around talking to guys. So that's got to be, I fucking have my difficulties dealing with foremen, like as it is. Like, yeah. Like I get mad if they... You know, you get the foreman who's never ran a tractor before and he was just trained and sent in and he's got like big dick syndrome where he's got to fucking tell you how to do your job and every five minutes he'll go up to you and have you open your cab door and stop operating so he can tell you how to do it. It's like... That's instant fuck off. That pisses me off a lot. Yeah. I'll I'll take advice from anybody, but I'm not going to fucking take repetitive... uh, Well, repetitive manipulation, really. Like they're just trying to manipulate your job and piss you off. But I can't even imagine this one dude. You're dealing with like how many people you usually work with? Like on a day on a day, how many people do you think you interact with? Me? So it's like as as the electrician, I know a lot of people are like, oh electricians are the prima donnas and they die like they're hot shit. Blah blah blah. I agree with some of it. As electricians though, we deal with everybody because everything we do from the very beginning of the job site to underground all of our racks that we saw overhead to the very end we're dealing with every single trade we have to make sure we're out of the plumber's way we have to make sure at the end that we're not fucking up the drywall we're not fucking up paint so we deal with absolutely every single person on the job site even when it comes to low voltage guys it's like i'm running all their pipe all their boxes for their speakers like we do absolutely everything from the beginning of the job site to the very end where the first one's on last one's off and so we deal with absolutely everybody, which is, is interesting to me. I, I like dealing with all these guys because you, the, you get a glimpse of every single trade. Like I, I know a little, about, a little bit about every single trade. Not saying I could do it, 
but I, I understand where, when these guys have a question for me, I know where they're coming from because I see what they do. Yeah, that's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That's an incredibly crucial um, factor to your personality, I guess, to take the long road there. I'm missing the word. Um, if you can't understand, like, that dude that's nitpicking me and trying to fucking manipulate me and just get me riled up. He's coming from another point of view. He's not doing that on purpose, but I take it that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's over here like, look, you need to do it this way because this is what my boss told me. Half the time I'm friends with his boss, so, so I, like, I'll talk to him. But, you know, the other half of the time he's got to deal with the fucker. And when he starts pulling shit like that, you got to, like, like, I always just, like, take a breather for a minute and try to put myself in his shoes where it's, like, okay, you have a certain quota you got to read reach and you have a certain way you want it done now if you want it done that way i will do it that way and i'll work with them but the minute it comes back on me for being wrong after i tried to warn you that's when i get real defensive but on the aspect of like trying to um be a jack of all master of none kind of yeah i feel like that's another thing that people don't give a fuck about like their tunnel vision you know like i'm a I'm an excavator operator. Like, that's what I do. I don't run scrapers or dozers or whatever. Yeah, it's like, exactly. well, when you're out of money and you've told all these guys that you're just an excavator operator, now that's all you are to them. 100% agree. Yeah, that's it. And that's, that was kind of like my issue. I wouldn't say issue. I would say like sort of an adjustment going from non-union to union. A lot of union guys are strictly like, we don't touch another trade's work. We don't do nothing, just electrical, that's it. So our company, small company, we hold a service contract to a couple buildings. So we do all the low voltage and then all the high voltage. So we'll do obviously like all the lights, all the receptacles, all this and that. And then we'll do like telephone stuff, internet. And so we got these guys on this big project coming from the hall and they're like, oh, you guys, you guys are doing fire alarm and you guys are doing telephone. You're taking from another guy's work. That that's his job. I said, "Fuck you. I'm here for me." Yeah. Like that just shows me you're lazy. You don't want to do someone else's work. It's not like that dude was lazy and I'm taking over. It's like no. I got the job. I'm getting paid for it, and I want to do it. If you're too lazy, sit at home. Yeah. If you're gonna complain, go complain to somebody else. Cause I'm gonna do my job, and when you're at home, I'm gonna do your job too. Yeah. No, I definitely. Uh, I. I was just thinking about that. That's crazy. I fight the same thing because our company does everything and anything you can do with an excavator, which is kind of a lot of shit. Like it's good. Minus like, you know, like mass X. Like if you're moving shit with scrapers, scrapers can move things because they can move them far, you know, a longer distance, obviously, because they're mobile. But um, yeah, that's, Ex that's explain to me. What, okay, so what you're saying it makes a so like a scraper is a. Um, so basically, artic an articulating, most of the time, twin engine uh, shovel. So, and it drops down and scoops shit up and moves it across the The scraper sets. is what has that big old blade in between the front and back tires? Um, it's, um, well, there's two different kinds. Because I'm, I'm very uneducated. Yeah, okay, so a scraper is um, front, like you sit up front okay. on the articulating part. Uh, like, like a 657 has two engines. They have a, 
an engine up next to you okay. with an articulating cab that like turns real sharp on hydraulics. Uh -huh. And then you have a big Gannon, which is like a big bucket basically that drops down in the earth and scoops dirt up. And behind it, you have another motor. So you kind of sit like... So that blade, correct me if I'm wrong, it sits kind of in the middle of the whole tractor? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. And then that thing, it basically, it's got a big wall in it and it goes all the way to the back. Uh -huh. And then it drops down and a little like chute opens like up okay. and when it drops down it starts scooping dirt as you're moving forward and fills that thing up and then you close you lift it up close chute and then when you get to where you need to go you open your chute and you start moving that back wall forward and it just spreads the dirt as you're going so you're scraping and then leveling yeah after? so you can take dirt you know across the job site you know whatever it is a mile away or whatever okay. versus an excavator only tracks four miles an hour so you ain't ever gonna go anywhere fast than an excavator <laughs> yeah. But an excavator can do like, uh, excavators are really useful, like for mass X terms. Um, the excavator is really useful on like a subterranean dig like San Diego, where they got to put shoring up and they run on those belly dump trucks, you know, those bottom dumps that yeah. you all see run down the road. They'll run those and you top load those. And then okay. you do what they call like an ABC cut. So you'll go in and you'll cut A out, uh, fucking, let's just say for lack of better knowledge, a 25 foot wide by five foot deep trench for the whole stretch of the job. Uh -huh. And then you put a ramp in that on both sides. And now you go over to, I like to go over to C, but I do see guys go to B. So you go A, B, C. But if you sit on B, sometimes you have issues. Well, no, I'm wrong. You sit on B. So you dig A, the trucks drop down into A, and then you start digging B out. Okay. And then you put a little ramp in on B, and then you dig C. You take the whole job site down that way. ABC cuts. I was thinking, so an ABC cut is you dig A, and you put it on B. You dig C, and you put it in A. And then you put B's dirt in C, and you over-X them. You compact them back up, and yeah. then you dig B. To where they're always, like, flip-flopping. To, to where you're always compacting into each other kind yeah. of thing. Um, it's been a while, as you could tell from... When I did that, but uh, the uh, the smaller, tighter jobs are usually more useful for excavators. But like I said, there's a if you can do it with an excavator, we try to do it. But obviously, there's limits of your capabilities. Like you can't move it a mile unless you got a bunch of trucks. And at that point, you may as well just use one tracker. You know, or you know, it's easier to use six scrapers instead of six or seven dump trucks and an excavator. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So. Um, when it, when it applies to that, like I was saying last uh, last podcast, it's you can pretty much push yourself yourself to do anything within a limit of means. Like, like you can strive for anything. Like I, I set my aspirations as high as possible because I would rather get mocked now and turn around in five years and be like, oh, "Fuck you! Look what I did." <laughs> it really is like I I hate I really do hate motivational speakers. Yeah. The one thing I could take from all of them, it really is, is if you set your mind to it, you really, there's there's a lot of speed bumps in it, but if you really want it, you'll go get it. For sure. It, it's just the way it is. If you want it, work for it, and don't fucking post about it all the time. Nobody yeah. fucking cares that you're waking up at 3 o'clock, even though I do. I never post about it. And yeah. it's like anybody who's successful, they ain't posting about it because they don't have time to post about it. They're actually fucking working. Mm -hmm. Nobody fucking cares that you work hard. It really is the... It's the way it is. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that a little bit. Well, I post every once in a while. 
But all I, of us do. But I really like my job a lot. Like, it's not even a job. Like, I go to a hobby every day. Yeah, it's but so it's, it's not like... But I say you're a little bit different because some people are like, oh, I'm fucking waking up at this time. What are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck that. Like, say like what you do is like, I fucking love my job. Yeah, that I just genuinely think it's cool. That's not talking down on anybody. That's not saying anybody else is lazy. That's just saying... I love my job, which is sick. That's a good point. There's, there is a there is a mass difference because there's I have a buddy who I won't say names, I won't get into details, but he posts all the fucking time about how hard he works, and it's like I don't nobody fucking cares, dude. That's what you're supposed to do in life. That's you're that, supposed to work. That's that woe is me bullshit. I hate that man. That's it's like, it's like fuck you. Yeah, you ain't doing nothing special. You're doing what you're supposed to do in life. You're supposed to work. You're not supposed to love your job. So don't say, oh, I, you know, it gets tough, this and that. It's like, no. You get a job to make money. You do, you're really supposed to love your hobbies on the side. Mm-hmm. And if you love your job, that's just a fucking big old plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that when you're saying I was just thinking, you get guys that are like that. Like I, I know one, I'm totally seeing it. All the time, posting his, you know, his time on Snapchat. Uh, excuse me. And, you know, like, another day, another dollar, this is fucking hard kind of shit. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, but then you see, like, I know this guy, and I know guys that worked around him. Uh And you'd see Snapchats of this dude, like, sitting and vaping on his phone. It's like, oh, good job, you woke up early. Like, (laughs) and then you went to a location, and you're a lazy sack of fuck. Like, you're a number. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so the guy who gets to sleep until 9 o'clock and works 9 till 5 probably busts more ass than you, and he gets to sleep in. So what the fuck are you crying about? You know, it's funny you say that, the 9 to 5, is because I have, because none of my, there's, I only have, really have one other friend that works like a similar schedule to us, but all my other friends are like, oh, you, you know, you wake up at 3, holy shit, that's early. It's like, well, no, it's just, it's, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, just on a different time scale. Yeah, everything like, shifted. You're wait. You're starting work at nine, but you're working till five. Like I'm home by two thirty. It's like, so nice. I, I leave. I leave my job site at like one twenty every day. Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. Like for some people, it sucks waking up at three, but I'm fucking off early. Yeah, that's so nice. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. And it's like I, I no kudos. I ain't doing nothing different than you. It's just, it's just a different time scale. It's yeah. just a different time frame. That's it. Yeah, I, man, you know, obviously to each their own, but how do people work in cubicles their whole life? I, like, that can't, fuck, I, I can't, like, I, I was just about to say that. that can't be real, but it's totally real, but people work their entire lives, like, there are people, there are a lot of people, like, okay, prime example, the dude who goes to work at 3.30 in the morning gets to work and vapes, and I mean, I don't know why vaping is like a fucking link well, to that. But you know what I mean. He Nine times out of ten, anybody who vapes on a job site is instantly a bitch. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to anybody listening who vapes. Probably, it's pretty true though. Oh, yeah. sure. Just smoke. <laughs> just just, <laughs> just do it like a man. Yeah, just get, get some, some reds. Hundreds and fucking <laughs> smoke. Yeah. Smoke those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's um, it's funny that you see. So that dude who gets up early and posts about being up early and then goes to work and does nothing. Is the same dude who wakes up at nine and goes and works at a cubicle and never, like, I, I, it's weird. I never thought about it this way and maybe I'm wired different, but I never thought of going to work as a, I don't know, fucking 
Let's just say you're, uh, I don't even know. Something where you can't go anywhere. Like, you just go in and you do the same thing every day. like a... Like a consultant? Not even that. That's that's even more successful than where I'm thinking. Like, like Dunder Mifflin status. Like, you go in and you fucking sell paper and and then you die. See, I was going to say like a, <laughs> like, fi- like a finance... See, I, I, I feel see, like that's I, even fucking fancy jargon. I know, I, know those where guys. You, I know where you're trying to go, but I can't. I don't know. I, I can't like think a, of the word. Like for a it. like a garbage salesman, like just a just like a salesman that just yeah like makes what they need, but like they just and there's nothing wrong with being like content. No, there's there's nothing wrong with any of this. But I think there's definitely something wrong with being complacent. It's like, you you find I would say the two fields you find people getting very passionate about. The first one is say like like a skilled trade like say what I do electrician you find these that are very passionate because it's so well rounded and you really start to enjoy your work because it, it really is intricate and that goes along with plumbers heavy equipment operating For big sure. jobs like this it gets intricate and there's so much to it that people don't see that's when you find these that are passionate and two no matter if you're sitting behind a fucking desk whether you're mowing lawns money you're gonna find people that are passionate about doing anything whether it's literally cutting grass there's dudes that make a million dollars a year cutting grass on their own landscaping business yeah that's when you get passionate is when you start making big money or you get a skilled trade that not everybody wants to learn but you learn it and you get good at it and then you get passionate about it yeah yeah no i agree i love back in the day it used to make me so nervous when you have like the super and like the prime and like the owner of the land watching you and you're out yeah. there like 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 one time I was demoing a a building away from another building and it was in San Diego and they were like there like yeah. next to each other and they were watching my shit man and I I did it perfect like I dropped the wall and it was like it was just like the smoothest thing one of the smoothest things I've ever done yeah and it was right in front of them and it was like one of the highest moments, but, like, a week later, I was running a jackhammer. But I'm not, like, I will never take that for granted. Like, there's something about being a skilled professional at something, like, it's almost like a marksmanship where you get so fine-tuned into something where you're just, that's what you do. Like, that yeah. is your fucking thing. But then also, like, I don't have anything against getting off that tractor, especially if there's a dude... Like, like my dad or like a skilled operator who's been in it longer than me. If, if I see somebody like my dad picking concrete, he's not throwing it in my bucket. Like that's, yeah. I, man, I can't even express the guilt I feel when I, like I'll get out, I'll get out and I'll pick it and I'll be like, get in the tractor. I'll pick. Like there's and no this way. The thing is too, is so dudes that are like-minded, like any blue call, any blue collar man or woman would say this, like who takes passion in their trade. If you're say the boss, super if you're running a job site foreman and you got guys that somewhat look up to you and say you're you're pushing a pencil all day and you're going across the job site making sure everything's good if you got a delivery or you got trash to take out and you see him loading trash or fucking picking up the shovel it's like fuck boss man's doing it why the fuck can I do it let's fucking get to work yeah like this dude this dude doesn't even have to do this and he's out here fucking shoveling rocks with me Mm-hmm. That makes the whole team so much more motivated. Oh, yeah. Because most people look at a boss, it's like, oh, this dude's just fucking pushing his pencil, fuck this guy, he tells me what to do. But mm-hmm. he gets off his ass and starts shoveling with us, 
everybody's going to get their ass in gear real quick. And that's one thing I think a lot of guys, it's like a common misconception, which it took me a long time to figure out too. But um, everybody sees the boss and like, you know, the guys in the office as pencil pushers. And I, my dad told me something a long time ago and it stuck with me. It makes a lot of sense. The pen is mightier than the sword. So you're only there because that guy pushed that pencil. Correct. Like most of the time, he bid that job. He, and if you can get in and learn from him and learn how to run the pencil, your sword will be so much more mighty. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a fine-tuning marksmanship. Like 100% I'm saying. agree. That's, um, that's something a lot of guys are like, fuck that, I'll never sit. I will, I will absolutely sit in an office. I won't stay there. I need to get out and go do something. Of course. But I will sit in an office and I'll bid work and I'll do the fucking uh, legwork. I would say that where guys in the field have issues with guys pushing pens is the guys who start off pushing pens. Yes. Because you get guys who are in the who start in the field. They learn the trade. They know mm-hmm. from start to finish how it works, and then they start working the pen. And so I can respect you because you've seen this whole process. But you got a guy who starts off in the office and he comes in the field and tells you how to do your job. That's the exact so scenario never, I was talking you've about. You've never yeah. done my job. Yeah. I won't tell you how to do your paperwork. Don't tell me how to do my job. Mm-hmm. But if you got a guy who's a 10-year vet, it's like, I've been doing this. It's like, of course, I'm all ears. Yeah. Tell that's, me what you want. That's the exact thing I'm struggling with this job I'm on right now. I got a guy who went from being a grade checker for like 15 years, like he was like one of the baddest grade checkers uh-huh. to an operator and he ran excavators for like four years. So I am senior to him. Like I've been running them longer than him, uh-huh. but it doesn't discredit him, but I'm, I'll get back to that. And then he went to foreman and now he's a super. And that's the guy who, that was earlier when I broke it down how I got the guy who's kind of giving me a hard time. And then his boss, I'm friends with his boss and his boss is the man I was just describing. So... The guy beneath him is the guy who's kind of giving me a hard time on this job, and that guy has never ran a tractor. He graduated college. That's bullshit. That's so that's such bullshit. Yeah, it's fucking frustrating because it's like I have almost ten thousand hours of ass time in that tractor, and to have some dude and I don't discredit college. I I that's fucking great that you put in the work to do that and got that education. I do a little bit. It's a little bitchy, Sorry. but but I I get it. I get it. But you also need to, like, they need to split, like, you know what would be great? Is if they split it. Like, if they did a college where it was two years trade school, two years college. Or two years of raw, like, figure the fuck out, like, field work. Because trade school is still kind of, like, bitch. It is. Like, dude, fuck. Not to change subject or interrupt you, but I met this dude today. (laughs) I was getting uh, some nitrogen from my race car shifter and, like, uh, cutoff saw blades. At uh, shout out to Action Gas and Lake Elsinore, and this dude and his girlfriend were standing in line sorting through his fucking welder bag. He, dude, he looked like he's from Jersey Shores, and he'd just gotten into <laughs> welding school, right? And this fool dumped like twelve hundred dollars on, like, fucking uh, what are they called? Like Fupa cups or whatever. The like the big welding cups and all this oh. shit. Like a bunch of boozy sh- shit he saw on fucking Instagram. And then they told him, you can't use any of this shit. Fuck you. You're going to have to start, like, real basic. So he's in here shuffling through all of his shit, trying to put it all back in the package and, like, find the receipts to return it. 
and he's standing in line. So like people are like, are you good? He's like, no, I'm not ready. Go ahead and go around me. So people are going around him and I'm, I'm waiting because the guy that runs Action Gas, his name's Tim, he sponsors my race car and we're buddies. Like we go to the river and shit together. Yeah. Like, and, um, so I'm just waiting. I'm like, fuck, I'll wait till everybody leaves and I'll bullshit with them for a minute. And these, this dude's fumbling and then this dude gets his shit together and I'm not exaggerating, like 45 seconds later, he's like, oh, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? He's all stressed out because he's like, you guys let like four people around me in line. It's like, you were letting them around you. And his girlfriend's like, are we just fucking invisible? Like, she's losing her shit. Fucking bold, dude. So, they, they, um, they give him a hard time and he fucking, he's like, whatever like he comped on a bunch of shit he's like look i'm not even gonna return it just keep it like i'll yeah. I'll give you back your money and you're gonna need it so just you can keep it and he kind of got into it with um uh, not really but like they were giving him a really hard time and i stood i like walked around the desk and i was like if you don't support these guys you're fucking retarded and the guy was like yeah. oh <laughs> oh shit he, like he like had like a reality check real quick like oh fuck but he is the trade school fucking, like, poster child. Like, yep. like oh, I'm going to be a welder. So you go to school and spend all this money to be a welder, but you have no drive. Like, you have to have drive to have incentive. And if you just create this fucking imaginary, like, this is my job now. No, uh, it does not work like that. No, this fool told me, I, I, I'm not making this up, and I cannot make this up. He told me he wants to trade his Mercedes in for a work truck. He wants to buy like a, like he said he wanted to buy like my truck, basically like a 06 Duramax with a flatbed welder bed on it. Oh, yeah. He, he He's just like tags still on his welder bag and shit. And his dad owns three Mercedes dealerships. I didn't ask him about any of this. This was just fucking shoveled down my throat. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you were forced to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy had a neck tattoo. It said like fucking like. It was literally, like, almost as gay as Live, Laugh, Love on it. Like, one of those fucking dudes. Oh, God. And uh, he uh, <laughs> he was so adamant that he was going to be, like, per, like good at this. And his girlfriend was just shoveling the shit, dude. He was like, yeah, it's been, like, three times, but I feel like I'm pretty good. I'm already laying dimes. And, like, I feel good about it. She's like, yeah, honey, you're great, baby. It was like, Jersey man. Shore, calm down. Oh, dude, perfect Jersey Shore combo. And, um, I don't really know where I'm going with that. I guess I'm just talking shit. No, you're talking about, like, these these guys coming out of trade schools, and it's, I would say it's 100% their fault, because I would say a lot of people these days think just school is enough, which most of the time it's not, and these trade schools make you think that you're good at something when you're not. Most of these guys, this is out of experience. Cause I've been at these shops. You have to be at shit companies dealing with very shitty scenarios, shit tools, all this, all this bullshit to really understand how a trade works. Like these trade schools make it seem like come to UTI and you're going to come out as yeah. a Mercedes auto tech. Hey, what and the fuck, gonna, huh? All this bullshit. And it's like all these guys at the top of the trade have worked at these bullshit shops doing all this bullshit fucking nagrig stuff, dealing with all this crazy stuff and all this bullshit experience, but it makes them that mechanic because school teaches you one plus one equals two. 
but in these shops, they're teaching you fucking the 50 steps it takes to mm-hmm. get to fucking two. Yeah, yeah. They just, yeah, that's the, that's the best analogy. The, the book teaches you the perfect way. Real life teaches you actually how fucking real life works. Yeah. Because it never really works how the fucking book tells you it works. That's what I was telling the guy. He's like, I mean, obviously he's got a, a ways to go, but... He said he's been doing it for like three weeks. And he's like, yeah, I got four weeks to go. <laughs> three weeks? Yeah. He's like, I got four weeks to go before I'm certed. I was like, holy fuck. Like, I really hope these guys aren't doing like pipeline and shit. Like, obviously, I don't think so. But like. But certed, that means like, hey, you come to my job site, you, you get your shit rolling. Right. Your shit better be on point if you're certed. Fucking A. And that's the thing. I was like, I tried to tell him. I was like, look, man. I was like, I don't. I was never. I I don't know why I told this guy this. It was not worth saying this because it it went like through his face. Like he's just like okay, but I told him I was like, do homework. I was like, go home, and weld. I was like because you will teach yourself a lot just welding, and you'll teach yourself more than you will in that school. I was like your school will show you how to weld, but you need to go home and just weld, because I was like I taught myself how to weld and I did it a lot and then I finished up my race car and I'm still alive and I'm not certed like but I'm still alive and Tim was standing there he was like vouching for it he's like that thing's fucking crazy he's like it does zero to to what does 100 yards in a little over two seconds it's funny how that society plants that cert yeah making it seem like you're worth something yeah yeah and that's when you got some backyard garage boogie doing Mm -hmm. way better shit and then yeah. some cert at uh, some trade school. Well, yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, it. Like I really wanted to know how to TIG weld because TIG welding is, like, like especially aluminum. If you can TIG weld aluminum, you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I had a good buddy who, who was very good. Yeah, and there's not a lot of guys welding. who are. So that was one of my things. I was like, with everything I do, I get that way. I'm like, well, fuck, if that's hard. And everybody thinks you're a bad motherfucker if you can do it. I'm gonna don't gonna do it. Like that's something I'd have to do now. Yeah. Prove that it's not that hard and get it done. I mean, obviously, yeah. But everybody, you know, everybody. If if it's a small, like okay, this is not an actual accurate accurate representation. But let's just say everybody in the TIG welding world is like, fuck, aluminum's so hard to TIG weld. It takes so much practice and so much time, and like you can only be it if you're like this good. That's kind of my goal is be like, well, I did it. Like, I did it. Easy. That's the weakest mentality that anybody can have. Yeah, to try and like force people it's out of it. so hard. Yeah, discouraging. Yeah, my grandpa said this, and this is like my biggest motto. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. If anybody who does well in life did something that nobody else wanted to do. Yeah. Either way, whether it's you wake up early or you work four extra hours... Or you did three years of extra schooling. If you're a cruiser, you're going to fucking work at Starbucks and, and Target forever, which is fun. But don't complain about it because you, you put yourself there. And you definitely see a lot of resentment out of those people. Like they, they work like that and then they're always angry that they're working for... Like if you can go in... Uh, how old are you now? I'm 25. 25. Okay, so you're 25. So you can go... Climb the ranks right now, and there's going to be a guy who's coasting. And, like, right now, there's a guy out there who's 37, and he's coasting. And you're going to climb the ranks in the next three years, 
and you're gonna have him working for you, and he's going to resent that. So he's gonna be so mad at you. You're a bum. You're a bum. Yeah, they hate that. I I can't even tell you how many guys that I've worked with that have to listen to me that fucking hate me afterwards. And it's like I get a kick out of that. Oh yeah. Because the thing is, is like the way I look at it is like I'm no better than you. I just want it more. Yep. You're not stupid. You're not any dumber or smarter than me. I just want it more than you, and I've climbed my way past you. You decided to be a bum, and that's where you're at. Deal with the consequences. If you don't like it, quit or work harder than me. You ain't going to work harder than me. Yeah, and that was like you were saying earlier, um, hate motivational speeches, and I do too. I think they're, I mean, like, don't most get me wrong. Them, most of them are bullshit, Yeah, like in it's, my opinion. It's cool to listen to, like, like David Goggins is pretty goddamn ridiculous. See, Gary V. I hate Gary V. Do you? I hate that guy. I haven't even listened to that one. Fuck, I don't know. He's like the most motivated. Really? Oh, I don't know. Fucking. Dude, I talk to myself in my truck. <laughs> like, well, well that's, this makes sense now. So, yeah, I'm fucking. I would say I hate it. Hate's a strong word. I'm going to take that back. But I get that. Though, I, did, like... I really dislike him because I think he, he. Motivational speakers, a lot of them, I feel like they found that niche where they made it big and they try to force that on people. And it doesn't work in the masses. It like. He f- happened to find that niche and it worked. That doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's it kind of like these guys force what worked for them on to the average person, and it's, it's like a it's like a false hope. Yeah, yeah, and it's not very relatable, and that's exactly relatable. That's what that's what I was looking for. That's why, like, like I do little things here and there, but I do them like pretty clean and cut. Like, this is how it is. This is why it's this way, and this is why you're fucking up. Or this is why you could be fucking up, so don't. And, like, when you were just talking, like, I get motivated from just listening to you just talk down. Like, like fuck yeah. Like, it's cool to see the parallels in all the industries. And that's kind of, like, yeah. what's molding this podcast. Like, I just kind of threw it out there. I was like, I think there's a lot of good people out there that do pretty blue-collar shit. Of and course. are badass people, so blue-collar badass. But now it's starting to take form of, like, it's amazing to see, like, like I had uh, Jacob on last week okay and he does photography uh-huh. and videography but there's so many parallels and so many similarities between my career and his career and now your career like they all are the same premise but it's super cool to hear each person take their own pathway to the same fucking destination absolutely and that's motivation for me that's like you don't need somebody yelling at you telling you that you need to fucking do the way they do it you need to listen to people you know real americans do their way because you can take a little bit from everybody's way and make your own way and that's the american dream like you can learn a little bit from everybody and you find your own little niche and that's how you create success and like you're saying it's it's you don't really listen to the dudes who say do it my way or no way you say this I've been doing it this way and it's worked for me for a long time. I think you should do it this way. If you find a better way, let me know. Yeah. And then then we'll explore that route. Yeah, like, I say I like listening to David Goggins. Like, he's good, but if you ask me what he talks about, I I have no fucking clue. I have no (laughs) clue. I've never listened to a word David Goggins says, but I've listened to his drive. Like, just the way he talks and the way, like... He is so fucking passionate and ambitious about the like what the message he's delivering to you 
that it gets me fucking hyped. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't know. Like, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, dude. There's no way. But he's so driven. That driven's important. But what you're saying, which I totally agree with, is... And I'll give you, like, a, a kind of, like, a supportive detail to this. Calm is, calm is contagious. That's, like, a big phrase. So, if you're with a group of dudes, and say if you're in a hectic situation, and one guy stands out above the crowd and says, Hey, it's cool. We're fine. We'll make it happen. Everybody's like, okay, it is happening. Even though it's fucking shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah. If you say, hey, fucking, we're cool. We're going to get this shit done. <laughs> so, I had this guy from the hall coming to our job site. And so I come, I come in the morning, and I'm tired. As soon as, soon as five o'clock hits, get the tool belt on, say we're ready to go. He's like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, are you ready to work? So fuck yeah, I'm ready to work. Let's go. What are we doing? Let's go. Let's fucking work. We got eight hours in this day. Let's fucking get it done. Let's let's go. And so the whole time, every 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 time he sees me on the job site, he's like, what's up? I was like, we're fucking working. We're fucking working. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Only got four hours left. Rest of the day to ourselves here we're working we're working now we're getting paid for this shit let's yeah. go let's fucking move mm-hmm. you gotta move fast but just fucking move don't be fucking snail trailing around here yeah and so you get one dude he's like fuck yeah let's go and then one guy's like oh he's saying fuck yeah fuck yeah let's go fuck yeah let's go so everybody at the end of the job site say fuck yeah let's go and just like that just a little bit of positivity you can get a whole group of dudes saying fuck yeah let's work Cause what's eight hours out of twenty four hours? That ain't shit. Right. You got an hour drive home. You got the rest of your day to yourself. Yeah. No, I, dude, I totally agree. That's and you, go, and you go back to work. That's like um. Well, I have two things to pull off of that. For one, I really love working with my dad and my uncle and like a couple dudes uh, because we're so small and we're so rooted yeah. that. When we roll into a job, especially when we all work together, because normally we run our own jobs, and if we land on, like, we just do Calexico and we all did it together, uh-huh. we're so fucking, we feed off each other so much, we do, like, ridiculous amounts of work in eight so hours. Cool. It's so much fun, that too. so cool. Like, it makes it fun because you're all in competition. Like, you're all kind of, like, <laughs> we try to be, like, elite operators, yeah. and then you stack that with, like, the competitiveness, and uh-huh. we're busting out, like, like fucking Costco parking lots like half of a whole yeah. Costco parking lot in a day who were like what the fuck yeah. like like crazy I'm shit I'm not letting my dad be better than me yeah exactly yeah. yeah and that's one thing that um I really I really enjoy but um I fucking forgot where I was gonna go with that the other point um uh, fuck I lost it but let's take a quick break and we'll come back All right, we're back. Uh, had to take a quick pee break and fucking figure out what I was saying again. I, I gotta remind you guys, I've been awake for uh, I don't know, what, like forty hours. Something like that, thirty-eight hours. We we're just talking about people boasting about what they do. I know, yeah. Nobody I just cares. I stay awake for so long. Okay, bro, I'm way harder than you. It's just the hardest worker I've ever seen in my whole life. Sleep is underrated. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, that was actually what I was going towards was, um, I don't know, I fucking, I lost it. I'm so tired, dude. I'm so tired. <laughs> Fuck, I lost it. It was like something along the lines of, of, um, fuck, I don't know. It's gone. It was something about like, 
like I know sleep is important because it's good for you, but I also like I worked all night last night and then I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to like I'm not working tonight, so I don't want to like lose anything. So I'm just gonna stay up and just keep motoring. I don't know how that tied in. I'll probably remember it like an hour from now. I'll be like, and people are gonna be confused as fuck. I'll be like. You know, well, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, because you know you gotta fucking grind. People are like, "Wait, what the fuck? You're talking about nothing like that." Uh, well, I do have a question. Shoot. Because what me and you do are a lot different. Like we we're saying, like how I deal with a lot of people on the job site, and you're pretty much to yourself. How has this COVID thing affected your job site, if it has? Uh, it's kind of weird, but it's not like I mean, I'm pretty much quarantined. Like it's just that's, okay. Me. That's what I'm saying. Make it long story short. Okay, so what's, what's your set? What's your setup from when you wake up to when you go home? Make it long story short. What was your day look like? Okay, so typically, I'm asking that because I'm, I'm trying to see how this whole COVID bullshit ties into your day. It really doesn't. Okay. Like, my day-to-day and my COVID day are, there's minor, like, minute differences. Like, I usually wake up about 3, 3.30, uh-huh. drive anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours to work, depending on where the fuck I'm working. Two hours lately, I don't know why, I'm driving fucking far. Um, get to work, I fuel if I need to. I always grease in the morning because it gets me, like, warmed up. It's a good workout. Like, like what you're saying, over. like, is that hand pump grease? Yeah, I have an air-powered grease gun, and I have a cordless-powered grease gun, but I like my hand pump one, and I'll throw a couple tubes in my back pockets, and I'll just monkey around the tractor. Just gets the blood flowing early in the yeah. morning. Hand pump that thing. I have a headset, so I always listen to, like, really, like, listening to, like, um, ACDC or something in the morning. And just oh, get ACDC? Amped. Oh, yeah. Something like that. You know, like, I don't know, I like Ted that. Nugent, ACDC, like, whatever. I like that. Just some good, like, amp-up music. And yeah. then... So um, bells at oh, 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning? Nothing's cooler than that. I love that. <laughs> Nothing's cooler than listening to Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells, it, it'll get you going. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, we have this old tractor. We have an uh, older cat excavator. It's, I mean, it's 06, but it's older in comparison to, like, our other ones. Yeah. And it still sounds like a real diesel when it starts and, like, kicks a quick puff of black smoke and start I got an 05 sitting off front. Oh, I know. I feel your pain, dude. too old. I feel you. But they still sound like real diesels. Like when yeah. you start this thing, like it's such a big motor, it sounds like they're being hand cranked, you know, or it kind of like <gasps> rattles on. Yeah. And it's like the it quick little. Like a man. A yeah. Man yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that with ACDC, and you're just like hype, the fucker burns like a gallon of oil a day. Like and then, this like, is out cool. Of, out of nowhere, a bald eagle just comes swooping in. <laughs> yeah. Like helps you grease up the fucking tractor. Yeah, so that's on mornings. Yeah. And Damn. then, uh,. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, I nod off probably about four or five times usually the way to work. But once I'm there, I'm good. And then um, my only change has been if, like, I'll respect you. Like, if you tell me, like, if you're like, hey, man, can you put a mask on? And you're my foreman or whatever, like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll put, whatever, I'll put a mask on. Or if that's the job site rules, like, I'm pretty stubborn, but I've gotten to the point where I'm just so fucking over it. I'm like, okay, if you need it. Like, if, you were, if your business calls for it, then I'll wear it. But if it doesn't say anything... Because it's business. And you don't say anything, I'm not going to wear it. Like, I yeah. Don't, I'm fine. But, yeah, that's... So, that's been the only change, really, is if I get out of the tractor, sometimes i got to carry a fucking mask and put it on yeah. every time I get out. But that's it. That's the only change. I haven't been tested. Nothing. Yeah, no, they don't test us. So, what changed for you? you got to wear a mask all day? 
So we, so I work at the USC building in downtown LA. So it's 32 stories. We hold a service contract. So anything electrical on all those 32 stories, we take care of, whether it's, um, a floor that says, Hey, we got this outlet out. I need it to get fixed. Or it's a whole story that an office moved out and we're building the whole new story for the new tenant. So we do everything. So we're on the 32nd story building this new job. And so this superintendent, it is weird. It's fucking super weird. So he doesn't care about really about safety. He's not, he doesn't care about the gloves, the hard hat, safety glasses, but he's a fucking, has a, the fucking biggest hard on for COVID, which is my biggest fucking thing. I, COVID, masks, all this bullshit gets me so fucking riled up and pissed. It really yeah. does. And so he's like, get your mask on. I said, no, fuck you. Stay away from me. Just I'm doing my job. Distance, I said, I'm, I'm over here. Stay away from me. Mm-hmm. And so he, so I told him, I said, I'm not putting my fucking mask on. If you believe in this shit, stay six feet away from me. I'm doing my job. If you, if you're not happy with it, stay away from me. So he called my, he emailed my boss. Say, hey, your employee's not wearing his mask. So my boss comes up, comes out of the elevator, not wearing his mask. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Thought this was going another way. No, and he's like, we're not wearing our masks. These dudes are here to do work. I'm not here to fucking worry about this bullshit. Leave them alone. So he emails the owner of our company. Owner comes, not wearing his fucking mask. Fuck you. You're a bullshit. You're a fucking superintendent. And if people don't, who aren't in the construction trade, pretty much 95% of the time, superintendents are basically dog shit worthless. They do nothing. They replans and they say, oh, I need this done. So they have me, my boss, and then the boss boss come and say, hey, we ain't wearing the masks. So I ended up getting replaced. I got transferred to a different job site that doesn't require masks and it worked out perfect yeah I bet because this is a job that's way more busy has a lot more shit to do that doesn't require masks and it just worked out way better but this whole COVID thing is just so I don't know how to explain it it's so it's just dumb yeah you got this insanely deadly virus and you think your little piece of underwear over your face is going to protect you from it yeah and it's bullshit both ways like their narrative is it's insanely deadly but it ain't it ain't at all okay so I'm a big Trump supporter but our president is old he has a poor diet and he's overweight and he caught COVID and he got over it in four days yeah what is that what the fuck does that tell you no, I completely Trump's agree. Trump's a fat old man. <laughs> yeah. I support him. Yeah. I really, I'm a big Trump supporter, but he's a fat old guy. That's just the funniest. I don't know why. I mean, you giggle when you say it like that. It's just like. He's a fat old it's man. It's true, but it's he funny. He really is. Yeah. And how fast did he get over COVID? Yeah, exactly. Dude, I totally agree. It's, um, I don't like wearing a mask. It's not like. That's bullshit. I wish there was a different fucking rule. Because seriously, like, we were at Stater Brothers today getting meat and shit. And I like I I go about five minutes, about five minutes in the grocery store, maybe ten. Uh-huh. And then you just start feeling like shit. Like you start breathing in your own fucking carbon dioxide and all that, and it's like, oh okay, so this is how you kill yourself slowly. Like it, I I hate that. It ain't good. 
I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it just feels well, yeah, wrong. Well, I mean, no, because you're not. Because, I mean, nurses do it all day, every day. For sure, yeah. Give them that props. But to the average person, the way I see it is if you're that scared about it, stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Let everybody else do what they're going to do. Yeah. Because I, I go to Stater Bros all the time. And so I was, I, I never wore my mask. And they're like, where's your mask? I said, I don't have one. And then they're like, oh, yeah, just just put this one on. It's like the one you just touch with your hands. <laughs> and so I left. I said, okay, I'm not going to buy my groceries. So I left. And I didn't go back to Stater Bros for a little bit. And then went to Stater Bros a couple weeks ago. Nobody hassled me for anything. I went through the whole checkout, no nothing. Damn. Went back to Home Depot. No nothing. Nobody's hassling me over anything. And I'm not saying it's just me. I think now companies are and people are starting to get a little tired of it. I hope so. Man, I hope so. Because you're losing a lot of customers. Yeah. Because it's bullshit. Because you got these, you got to stand six feet away, but not parallel. Just like vertical in front of you. Yeah, what the fuck? You got six feet in front of you, but you got to cut, you're in line. You got six feet between you. But all the other customers walking right past it, like a foot between. It, logically, none of this makes any sense. No. Yeah, dude. There's I no was literally logic. about to say that. There's no logic in any of this. Yeah. It's frowned upon to be a reasonable human being right now. <laughs> it's, it blows my mind. Like, like you know what blows my like, I'm stumbling on my words here because it's funny as fuck. It like just hit me. People are like attacking Joe Rogan. About what he's saying about Joe Biden and how like he's not all there. Yeah. But, goddamn people, like look at the dude. Just look at the dude. With all bias turned off, if you're capable, he's not there, man. He's got some problems. Okay, and I, hundred percent agree with you. And I said this to the people before too. And like I just said, I'm a big Trump supporter. But if he says something like Joe Biden did, say if you if. You know, if you ain't vote for me, then you ain't black. If Trump, if Trump said that, it's like, you dumb motherfucker. That's pretty shitty, yeah. Like I said, I'm a big supporter, but I'll call anybody on their shit. If you say something dumb like that, like, chill. Yeah, Trump's a weird one. He's awesome president. Like, uh, did you hear that shit he said today about China? I think it's China. Maybe it was Iran. Uh-uh. Maybe it was, ah, fuck. I, I, man, I'm botching this shit. <laughs> but he said, but he literally said in a presidential way... And he used the word fuck on the radio. He said in a presidential way, fuck around, find out. Dude, it's sick. I, w- I wish I could play it on the podcast. I don't know if I could pull it up. But um, he's the weirdest president because I like love him. He's a great president. But he's also the biggest narcissistic asshole ever. Like He says some shit on Twitter and you're like, man, dude. <laughs> like, but, you probably shouldn't say that. But this is, I think, what... What's like refreshing to like the average American is you get all these politicians that are so by the book and all this bullshit and they want to be so political. But in my personal belief, countries are ran on business. Mm-hmm. Everything's about money and profit and making sure your country's doing good. You get Trump, one of the best businessmen in American history. You give him a little bit of political power, and he's been educated on politics for a long time. And countries are ran on business, so you get this guy who's on top of the world running a business, who happens to be very highly educated on politics, 
you put them in power. Look at what well, look at what the fuck's happening. You're getting the union members across the board saying we support Trump, even though Trump's against unions. Mm -hmm. This guy's literally making our country better. Hey, what's up with that? I love it. I no, I, me too. Uh, sorry. I love it because a lot of union guys are just straight followers. It's like. I'll yeah. do whatever the union tells me. And the union tells you some crazy shit come voting time. And now now people are breaking out. It's like, I'm working right now. People say the, the economy's in the ditches. It's really not. Yeah. We're, we're, all of us are working right now. I've never been more busy right now. It's crazy. We expanded three tra two tractors and a truck this year. And we don't do that. And for a small company, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, we usually do a tractor. And how many do guys do you have? Uh, three right now. Okay, that's massive. Yeah, we have six tractors and three guys now. It's like, oh shit. That's we huge. Gotta fix like that. you, like you're explaining to me earlier off the podcast, how expensive these rigs are. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's not like a couple tools you're handing guys. This is big investments. This is big money. That's one of the biggest things. Is like, if you find a guy worth a fuck, like I have a guy that I'm trying to get in. I've been trying to get him in for a while. He's my. I, I could probably name my buddy Christian. Oh. He's. Uh, one of the most genuine, like, no bullshit kind of dudes. Like, he will not, he'll just tell you how it is. He will not beat around the bush, and he respects his shit. And he's like, he doesn't complain. Like, he's got, he's working for a company right now. He does, um, I, I don't want to say, like, general carpentry. Like, he, like, does, like, roofing and oh. shit like that. And, um, like, really bitching stuff, though. Like, I think he did, like, the cathedral chapel or whatever. Oh, no you know, shit. Yeah, he did all that crazy floating roof in it and shit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And he does, like, shit up in, like, Ukaipa and drives his Tundra up there on his fuel, on his time with his truck, and doesn't say a word. He just does it. And he, So I'm trying to get a guy like him in, but it's hard because the union won't just take a guy like him in. you got to send him through the ranks. And... In the meantime, you got to deal with guys that don't treat it as their own equipment. They don't treat their work truck as their truck. They treat it as, oh, it's just a company truck. Oh, it's just yeah. a company fuel card. They won't notice if I throw it in my work in my pickup once. Oh, you know, fucking, it's just a tractor. Like, it's made to get scratched. Like, no, there's spray paint in your truck for a reason. Like, maintain those things. Make sure they stay nice. And, uh, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Well, it's branding. funny you say that tired. about... The union, like, not caring, like, they, like, they want you to go through their process, as I'm dealing with that right now. And so I have all this experience, but a couple of my last contractors weren't legitly licensed, so they don't count any of it. It's basically nothing. That sucks. To them. So I have, like, the production, the quality, everything of a journeyman, but on the books, I'm a first-year bitch. Damn it. So I'm getting paid like a first year bitch. Working harder than a journeyman. Producing cleaner work. And the work ethic's better. Yeah, I'm after that, dude. I see a lot of the shit you send me. And it is amazing. Like, what people do, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. And they walk away. I would, like, I would haunt they, me in my sleep. I'm telling you, these dudes, like those stupid little snapshots I sent you, these guys are getting paid $50 an hour to do this shit. Fifty fucking dollars an hour to do dog shit work, and that's that's why I get in trouble at companies is because I, I I let my words fly, mm -hmm. and I call people on their shit. For sure. You say fuck, 
You act like you're a fucking electrician. Fuck you. You don't even pull your level out of your pocket to make sure there's one piece of pipe's level. Fuck yeah. you. You ain't gonna tell me what to do. If I got a dude who's on top of his shit and he's sick, and he said, hey, fuck you, you need to do better, I said, of course, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm all ears. Obviously, yeah. you're sick, and I'll pay attention to whatever you got to say, because obviously, you're a badass. And yeah. I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay attention to that. But dudes who, who do dog shit work and try to talk down on, on people, then fuck you. Yeah, I think it's a... Uh... Oh, man, that's what we're looking for. It's earned. Like, if you go out and... Like, I've seen the work you do. You do really meticulous. Like, some of the piping you do where it runs, like, up a wall and then it runs along the roof and around beams and shit. Yeah. And there's six of them. And each one of them is the bend isn't, like... I know just from building race cars and shit, like, if you have two tubes and uh-huh. you bend them, you have to bend them in different places to get them to actually look the Meet same. Meet at the same point. Yeah. And that shit is so fucking hard. Like, that's yeah. hard. So when I see that shit, it's like, okay, well, I get why you'd be angry and I kind of get why you spit at these guys because these guys are not even trying. They don't care. Yeah. When you take that much passion or that much pride in your work, you kind of, you get this pent up anger at everybody else because nobody else is trying like you're trying and you're like, well, man, what the fuck? Like, why is it that I have to go in here and make the same or less than these guys and these guys are able to escape by and get a paycheck for doing jack shit. No. Fortunately, that anger will dissipate because eventually you're going to own their business. But yeah. if you don't have that mentality... It's rough. It's fucked. Dude, it's so fucked. It is rough because you have that mentality like I want to just like tell everybody fuck you. But it's like maybe I should just shut up. Yeah. Because no, it will eventually work out. I completely agree. I'm, dude. That's rough. It's a, it's a rough situation. It's so hard not to back talk guys sometimes. So hard. <laughs> it, it is hard. Yeah. The fucky part is like, and I've had it happen a few times where somebody would bother me and bother me and I tell my office, I'm like, hey, this ain't good. Like, this guy needs to get off my shit. Yeah. And he doesn't and he doesn't and he doesn't and finally I say something. Right after I say it, I feel like a sack of shit. I'm like, oh, Damn it. Like, I just degraded, I just deranked myself in the respect world. Like, I had that happen yesterday after, so I got, I didn't get a quota, like, they didn't tell me how many linear feet they wanted me to do, Um, but I'm cutting grade and loading out, like, concrete crumbs from um, K-Rail, so they could put a new K-Rail. Okay. And I guess their backhoe was getting, like, 650 feet a night with a straight edge bucket, so he was able to, like, clean all the crumbs up, and, like, it was... And that was after he'd been doing it for three weeks. Well, I went in there with a mini X, never doing it before, with teeth, so I can't really get it like perfectly clean. Okay. And I got 450 feet, and I was like super bummed about it. And the laborers blamed me for being the slow one, but the laborers weren't doing anything. They would just, like, they would work, they would, they would bust their fucking asses. And then the minute the boss took off, because we're working on a long stretch of the freeway, uh-huh. the minute the boss took off, phones. On the phones. And then what would happen is when I dig, my bucket is as wide as the opening. Okay. So the spoils from my bucket would boil over onto the top and they would shovel it back into the hole. But they would wait for so long until they see the truck come with the lights flashing that they would start shoveling the, the edges back in and now my grade's off way back there <laughs> and I had to fucking go all the way back there and clean it up. 
And I was, it took me for fucking ever because I kept having to go front, you know, forwards, backwards. Yeah. And I got the heat for it. So at the end of the day, I was like, hey man, those guys are on their phones the minute you leave. And as soon as that came out of my mouth, I just felt my heart sink. I was like, I didn't need to say that. Because it just looks like, it looks like an excuse, even looks though like it's a, true. Yeah. Even though it's 100% true, it looks like an, an excuse. Yeah. Fucking A. And it just makes you feel like the, like, I was like. I feel like a bitch, honestly. That was a low blow. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have just let those guys karma work it out. Like, those guys are not going to last. Because then he fired back with, well, they're good laborers. And I was like, no, but, they're hey, not. But okay. Okay, but that <laughs> I statement. I didn't say that, but you know. That statement basically goes nowhere. They're good laborers. Yeah. You could find a laborer anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think the same goes for that, though. Like, you could find a laborer anywhere, but the same applies to, like, the way we do our business. I I labor for eight years, and um, on and off, obviously, but I made sure that every time I did it, I stood out. Like, I was running circles around the labor-ready guys and labor union guys because I wanted to make sure that I stood out so that when the opportunity came to get into a seat, like a bobcat or something, yep. hopefully the boss doesn't go, he's a good laborer, keep him laboring. The boss goes, this guy's got a bunch of drive, let's move him up. Let's get that drive into a fucking into a rig. Yeah, and luckily, eventually that happens. But you do see a lot of guys that don't do fucking shit get into the tractor before you for a little while because they see that you're a good laborer and you can you know do it. But um, yeah, that was one thing I fought for a while. But I think. Yeah, go ahead. Still super young in the trade. I mean. Yeah. I know there's a million guys ahead of me that would maybe look at things differently than me. I mean, I'm only 25. I've been working like blue collar since yeah, I was 18 or 17. Yeah. Got in the solar industry. But I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot not because of like the years I've worked, which is obviously not a lot. I think it's just because of how many companies I've jumped. Which isn't necessarily a good thing, but you'd see a lot of bullshit. You see how good companies run, how bad companies run, and what you want and what you don't want. And that's what, going back to school, school doesn't teach you that. No, that's life. You gotta live life. Just get get out there and do it. It's gonna suck. I've had a lot of shitty years, a lot of shitty paychecks, a lot of shitty days, a lot of shitty days. Mm Mm-hmm. But it makes you really motivated to find where you should be at. Yeah. I think it's exciting because, like, I don't see a final destination for myself. Like, I... I'm the same way. I'm excited because I'm like, okay, obviously, I'm never going to stay where I'm at right now. And where I'm at right now, like, same thing with you, is in a good place. Like, Like, upper percentile of our age. So it's cool because you take that and you're like, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step after that? What's the next step? And like, I go as far as I can see. I'm like, okay, well, I want to be there. And then when I get close to that, I see farther and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get there now. Like, fuck yeah. The goal, I mean, I, I mean, I think everybody's goal is to be well known for one. Well, I'm, um, no, it's not everybody's goal. It's Maybe not well known, but respected. Respected would be better. Not everybody's, no. You don't think so? I feel like majority. No? What do you think? 
I'm people curious. that think similar to us. Oh yes. yes, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I lost. Not everybody. Yeah. It's a lot more cruisers than there are leaders. For sure. For sure. So, okay. So in our, in our mentality, which I think a lot of the people who listen, I hope a lot of people that listen to this aren't just lying to themselves. I hope that they are on the same page because you can lie to yourself and be like, "Yeah, bro, I'm fucking hustling," and then when the doors are closed and you're not. It's going to do nothing but beat down your own self-esteem. But let's add this. Obviously, we're both young. I think we have a fair amount of experience. If anybody listening to this podcast has any questions about getting into any blue-collar trade, we're always oh, yeah. open. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like, uh, I'd say um, f- up front, foremost, that's probably my most important aspect is finding people who have the same interests and goals and thriving off of them. Like, like you can grow together. Like we don't work in the same industry, but I grow off your energy. Like I can take your drive and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like, like just for whatever reason, some days, like you'll send me a Snapchat, like some perfectly bent shit. And then I'm like, like I'll just put a little extra into something that day. Like just, Let's get it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that that's infectious. It's good. It's real good. Positive positivity, it really is so easy to spread. Mm-hmm. Just most people don't want to do it. Yeah. It's like I go to work. I don't fu- even even when it's time to put on my tool belt, I'm not stoked. Yeah. But if I if I make it seem like I'm stoked, and you get everybody else riled up, and then they're like, "Let's go." It's like. Oh. Maybe, yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Let's oh, go. I, you actually believe me? All okay. right, cool. Okay, let's, let's actually go. Let's, yeah. let's fucking get it done. Yeah. Because eight hours ain't shit in a day. It's nothing. <laughs> it's really nothing. Eight hours it ain't shit. No. Especially if you're busy, your hands are fucking working. If you're on, if you're in your tractor and you're fucking working, and you, your mind's flowing off somewhere and you fucking have a positive attitude, eight hours ain't shit. Get paid good money, you go home, yeah. the rest of your day. It's easy. It really is easy when it comes down to it. I don't understand how people make it out to be hard. Like, it's no matter not. what you do, it's a mindset. When you go to work, whether it's physical labor or mental labor or whatever you do for a living, other than maybe uh, working in a cubicle, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Hey, well, like the dirty head said, if you don't, if you don't like the life, your life, then you should go and change it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good song. That is a good song. I like the song. Damn it, I wish I could play music on podcasts. I think we can, but I gotta figure out how. We, get a little more, we, we have to get a little more high tech. Yeah. We'll talk to Joe Rogan and see what. Yeah, I'll call yeah, him. We got him on speed dial. Not a big deal. We'll okay, do, I we'll lied. Do off, we'll do it off the podcast. I lied. I don't have him on speed dial. Oh. Okay. So, I wanna change gears here a little bit because I feel like this is the most I've ever talked about work on a podcast about like work. It's good though, it's a blue collar. It is good. Yes. But now I gotta talk about like my I gotta get my fucking weird shit out. Like my weirdness has to be spread. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. We gotta milk the udders of my fucking weirdness. So, okay. Um first of all, do you wanna explain how we met? I feel like you have a better memory of it. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's, this is not too exciting. No, it's pretty bland. It's just weird. I feel like this is something like I should Explain at the very beginning of the podcast. Yeah, people are going to think we've known each other since, like, middle school. 
I'm like, <laughs> we have not. <laughs> I, I think, I barely know this guy. I don't know his middle name, so that, that says something. Okay, well, props to anybody listening this far. Yeah, you guys are fucking champions. So this is literally, I think, the only third time I've hung out with you. Okay, wait. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> uh, literally. Literally. Oh, thank God. I said it right. I said it right. <laughs> I, I knew where you were going with that. I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> I thought you had a hang up on and I was like, the fuck is going on no. here? All right. I got it. Set your way. I appreciate it that way now. I got it. That's going to be stuck in my head now. That's what I'm going to say it. This guy, how I met this guy, this was probably five or six years ago. Yeah. I was driving my truck. I saw his truck. He has a very similar truck. We got it to the stoplight. So hey, you want to race? We raced. Sorry, but I got I, I smoked you. I was on 39s. And I had 33s. Unreal. Unreal. So, it was so funny, because after I raced you, I remember I was going down Clayton Keith, and you got on the 215, going towards the 15, the north. The, yeah, yeah. Going, coming here to Menifee. Yeah, 215 north. I remember, like, like, hey, I'm going to the river. Let me get your number. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I got his number. Fucking, it sounds like you're fucking dating. But I got your number, got your Snapchat, and we fucking talked for like what four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Over Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. And we literally, I hung out with you for the first time, maybe a year ago at Stadium Pizza. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> that was the first time I hung out with you. That's the craziest damn thing. Cause it's so weird. Like all my other friends, I've had like, you kind of build in. You know, like like you like you like. Same thing with, like, a, a job. You, like, build hours with these people. And yeah. you learn them. And, like, you make a relationship out of them. Like, I, I, I got a buddy of mine, Cujo. I have drinking so many Miller Lights with him in the garage, dude. <laughs> we own stock in Miller in his garage, dude. It's retarded. Yeah. But, like, it's the strangest thing. Like, we've hung out two or three times. But I feel like I've known you for, like, ten years. Like, it's just... Fucking weirdest thing. It is weird. So that leads me on to the next thing. I think if we're done with that last topic, I don't even. I'm so tired right now. I'll like get like halfway through a topic and it just like. That's right. Fades out. All oh, the okay. listeners, I probably have like two listeners left. Yeah. They're probably tired by now too, so we can relate to them. Okay, perfect. Now we can really get into some weird shit because nobody's listening. Okay. I think we could probably run a podcast together. So we. I, I don't think so. Oh okay. I know so. Okay, guys, thank God. I was just going to leave it silent as long as possible. Like, I don't think so. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think what? so, kid. <laughs> that would have been the best ending. <laughs> That's just the end of my podcast ever. Like, just shut me down morally. <laughs> I think we can run a podcast. I don't think so. Click. <laughs> it's so fucked. That would have been... Talk about building each other up this whole podcast and shit like, fuck you. <laughs> nope, I gotta go home. So, alright. What's the premise of this podcast? What the fuck are we talk about? What can we relate on? It's... 
honestly, it's, it's kind of hard though, cause like it, it is focused around blue collar, but how many dudes do you know that are actual blue collar? Five. Personal dudes. Oh man, personal like like uh, like people who actually yeah. like. Oh man, maybe maybe. Five's an exaggeration. Five's a big number, like guys who actually go out and want to be something and don't just talk like they want to be something. Like guys that'll actually stay and go the extra mile and shit. Five maybe. Cujo's one for sure. That doesn't Christian. go far though. That doesn't go far. No. No, no. Cujo, Christian, you. I have so many friends I'm offending right now. <laughs> and everybody else I know. <laughs> everybody else that works hard. Yeah. I think. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. No. So, alright. So, you got to pee again? Yeah. Dude, you have the bladder of a three-year-old. Four-year-old. Take it easy. Oh, she's throwing up. Okay, well, we'll have to come back to this because this is a... I, I think there's something to this. I mean, I got the name figured out for our podcast, so... We'll be right back. This pee break is brought to you by Miller Lite. Not really. They don't endorse this fuckery. But it's a fine pilsner, and it makes you pee a lot. Drink Miller Lite. Okay, we're back. Okay, I pretty much put... No, drink that beer. I pretty much put no thought into this other than... um, the name. So, because we got Blue Collar Badass going, that's all great. But I think we could do another podcast, but I haven't put any thought into the premises of this, so we're going to have to, we're going to brainstorm this right now. Okay. The name, we call it TNT. I like that. That's pretty cool. Like a stick of dynamite. We, we were talking about ACDs earlier. Yeah. So what would the premises be? What would we talk about? Because there's like crime podcasts, which there's enough of those, obviously. I don't know. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to have you and I bring on, it'd be risky, but bring on up and coming comedians. Like around here. See, okay, that is a rough one for me. Because I feel, personally, Due to try to focus on that funny podcast, try way too hard to be funny. For sure. Absolutely. And it makes it uncomfortable. Yes. Dude. Thank you. I completely agree. Because it's okay. It's okay if dudes aren't funny. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But dudes who aren't funny, who try to act funny to make a podcast interesting, makes it uncomfortable. See, now that would be the fine... That would be a hard line to walk. Like, I think you could... I think there's something there. I'll say don't look for anything. Just have people on and see what they're about. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're doing here. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Okay. So scratch that. Um, Well, I I would say... Probably, yeah. I I think it'd be more appealing to our audience, say people who do what we do. Like I was saying earlier, to get dudes from every trade. Yeah. On a podcast. That's the, that's the goal. I try to be diverse. Like diversity with this is cool. Well, like I was saying earlier, it's super cool because you get these random people and we're all rooted in the same way. Same motivation. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 
We're all from the same. It's like we're all from the same fucking bloodline. But does anybody reach out to you saying they want to be on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three people. No, no people do. Like a <laughs> lot of people do, and that's kind of the fucked up part. Is it's like, oh, this is gonna be kind of weird, shitty to say, but it's like playing God. You're like. You're not good enough to be on my podcast. No, it really like, is. I don't like that. Like, I don't want to judge people, but you literally have to judge people. Well, like, no, it's even though this isn't a business, you got to treat it like one. It's, sure. Yeah, I mean, this really is. It's it's for even if there's only two people listening to this podcast, it's for them. Yeah. Whether it's two people or, you know, five thousand, it's you're doing podcasts for the people. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, if one, literally, if only one dude listens to this whole podcast and he's like, that was cool, like, I, I was interested, I learned something, I think that's sick. Yeah, I would rather get 600 negative, I mean, okay, this is a funny thing, I've been, I've been mentally battling myself with this recently, I would rather get 600 negative comments and two good ones than no comments at all. But... I, at yeah. what point in time are you just forcing the podcast? Like, well, it's fine. It's getting 600 negative ones, but it's fine. Like, No, I, I don't think so. It's not forcing it. I, I would say just if you do the bare minimum and say, hey, this is our podcast, listen to it, and that's it. Yes. I think that's totally acceptable. If you are if you have a shit podcast and you're like, listen to it, listen to it. That's so annoying. On, on Saturday at fucking 2 o'clock, I'm dropping this. It's like, yeah. fuck, hey, nobody cares. Yep. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. But if you're just hey, I'm dropping it, listen to it. If not, don't even say if not. Don't listen to it. Yeah, and the people that I'm not, I'm not getting 600 negative. I've actually gotten, like, no negative comments. I've gotten a couple comments where they're, like, they'll DM me and they'll be, like, hey, can you change this just a little bit? And I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Like, I'm not going to change my ways, but yeah. I will consider... You could tweak some things. For sure, because I'm... I'm I have no education in this. None. Yeah. I mean, this is just a fucking spare bedroom we're doing this shit in. It's really just about having interesting guests. Yeah, and that's the hard part, is filtering out. There's a lot of guys who want to be on here, and there's a lot of guys you gotta fucking talk down, or like, you know, like, let them down easy. It's like, fuck, I feel so bad. Like, it's nothing against them, and I don't want to let them down easy now, and then, you know, in five years, they figure it out, and then they're like, well, fuck you, you let me down. It's like, no, I just... No, because if somebody comes at you like that, you know they're not your kind of person. Yeah. Because it, it, it is so funny. <laughs> so, I don't know, to whoever's listening now. So, me and you had a podcast planned. Plans got, shit got in the way. So, you replaced me with somebody else with the same last name. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So last week, we had Jacob Allen on. So offensive. <laughs> I didn't even think about it this way. I just had him, like, we were at the same wedding together, and I was like, I like this guy. I'm going to have him on. We had him on, and I didn't realize it until today that Trevor's last name is Allen as well, and Trevor was scheduled last week, but he couldn't be on. So it was like the biggest power trip movie. Oh, like. Dude. <laughs> So, dude, this is man. so funny because so, so me and you were talking about doing the podcast and obviously I couldn't do it last weekend and we we're talking about doing that through the week and so I didn't talk to you like two days later you posted about Jacob Allen such a fucking great guest this and that's like this fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> fuck this guy <laughs> I 
awesome power trip. I literally laughed. I was like, this fucking douche. He, he didn't get just some normal guy. He had to get a dude with the same last name as me. That's just so get perfect. That little fucking, that little jab. Yeah. That little jab at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we were talking about that in the, in the house earlier. And, um. We were saying it'd be fucking funny. If your last name's Alan and you're an interesting person, DM me right now. Because I want to have... It'd be fucking hilarious if we just an did Alan a podcast. thing for like the next like six weeks of just Alan's. We'd be like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it'd be so funny. Don't disrespect my name like that. Hey man, I had to break it up a little bit. My my timing's really shitty. Like I should I shouldn't post this one for like three weeks. I should do some other last names and then put you in but this is too good it's i don't i'm not gonna fucking fabricate shit. I'm just gonna, I, I literally hit done publish i don't touch them i might throw like an intro on you them. advertise them no not really i mean do you mean ad advertisement or advertise them like just say like hey i, I posted this one yeah i mean I'll, I'll screenshot like the apple podcast okay, like yeah. the next one up and I'll put it on my story on Instagram, which is um, T underscore R underscore Graham. And you can see when they're up and then people... Well, yeah, because that, that's up. how I actually saw the last one. That's the only way of doing it. I'm not trying to shove it down people's throats. Well, yeah, not, I, I'm not saying, like, actually, like, paying for advertisements. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, let your followers know that you posted something. Yeah. And, like, the first podcast I had a commercial on, and, like, it's fine. It's just, I don't know. if. I'm not, I don't feel worthy enough to make profit off of something and that no, I'm it's, putting minimal into right now. It's like, honestly, it's, it's, it's not at that point. It's not nearly no. at that point yet. Nope. And I've had a couple like little offers here and there, but I'm turning them down right now because I want this thing to be like, it's so basic right now, which is kind of cool. Everything has a, a you know, a starting fucking, point, like not to compare it to this, but Amazon started with a dude in a room with a fucking banners of Amazon on it. You know, like, yeah, I love the basicness of it. And it's kind of cool because it is working fairly well, but it will be cool when I can actually, and I think in the next six months it's going to happen for sure, is get a room fully, like, deadened, like, soundproofed with full audio equipment where this thing is done up, where I have, I want to bring in some type of a musician not like to do music, but like to do the intro music and like, little shit here and there, and also to basically play Jamie of Joe Rogan's podcast like to look shit up like I want to put a flat screen TV on the wall where yeah. it just adds to the conversation where like you can have so much more interesting topics on the wall and, you know? and I'll tell you that in my honest opinion obviously all that equipment is 100% ideal that equipment means nothing without interesting guests absolutely you have to have people that are interesting I think I've said absolutely like 500 times this podcast I absolutely think you have I think I'm stuck on that word Absolutely. Shit. Yeah. Um, interesting guests are hard to find. And it sounds so shitty to say. It's like, nobody's interesting. But like people are just like... I mean, I'm not saying I'm interesting. I mean, maybe this whole podcast has been shit. But no, it's good, it, I think. I it mean, really... Non-biased. Completely. It really is, because... In my opinion, do people who are interesting are very open-minded. I feel like a lot of people... I've met a couple of your friends. And that sounds super negative. No, but it's... I know where you're going with this. Yeah. It's, it's just a one-track. 
I only talk about one thing. Mm-hmm. What I do is cool. And that's it. There's nothing, yeah. there's no light to anything else. It's like, they don't pay that like almost a... like another trade. They don't think anything else is cool. And they, they only think their truck is cool. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. It's fucking boring. Oh my God. I have to tell you, I'm not going to dead name them again. I dead named them on the last podcast. <laughs> and I said never trust him. So now everybody's going to be like, oh, that guy. But, ah. Uh, was it one of the dudes that we were here last time? Um, I don't know if they're here. If they were, I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, that car meet. Last time we were at a car meet together. The same shit. My truck's the baddest fucking truck ever. Fuck everybody else's. You'll know him as soon as I describe him. I don't want to dead name the guy because I like him enough, but I don't like him enough. You know? like, <laughs> I like him enough. That's the biggest backhanded compliment. <laughs> I mean, like, like we're good. Like we're like, like I have to say, out of friends. Like, I like him enough. That's that's a disrespectful call. Yeah, sorry, bud. I, <laughs> that's just true. Like, if I don't rank friends, like you're up there. You're like, you know what it is? It's not interesting people. It's genuine. Like, I, I could tell when you're saying shit, you're not lying to me, and you're yeah. not full of shit. Like, you mean it. And everybody, that those guys, like, the people you're describing are like a six on my list out of ten. Because those guys, while I'll give it to them, they're incredibly focused on whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, they're able to tunnel vision that in, but they're they're so narrow-minded, they're never going to grow. But they, they try to bring you, you into their tunnel. Yeah, fuck your tunnel. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> Fuck your stupid ass tunnel. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah, it's a trap. There ain't no fucking beer in there. Yeah. Fucking ain't no ice chest. It's just self fucking narcissism. You know what's so funny? So, the original podcast, I mean, you did. So, the Oh gen- my god. Yeah. Yeah, the gentleman that was sitting here. Uh huh. Tractor man. Uh huh. I know a guy. Spitting image. Basically, has n- very little to prove, but a lot to say. This seems to be a recurring trend. You know, the funny thing, too, is if you get those two guys in the same room, they're spitting images, they'll talk shit on each other. They're like, yeah. man, bro, that guy's so fucking full of himself. I know. The other day when I was doing this, I don't know if you even thought of it. And then they go like, off oh, on their own shit. What? <laughs> and dudes yeah. who talk the most have the least to prove. Yeah. That goes, that, that goes in so many different lateral meanings, like, like completely, like, your job, your life. If you start talking about your shit without nobody asking, you're full of yourself. It's oh, just yeah. the way it is. Yep. And you're just saying guys who talk to us have very little to prove. It even goes towards dick size. All the guys <laughs> you talk about, like, dude, my dick's so big. It's never big. It's never. And what it is, you're like, oh, man, you got a big dick and you're fucking an asshole. Like, damn it. <laughs> it's like, well, I, it's sick that you have a big dick, but, like, do you fucking use it? Yeah. Do, like, do women like it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. As, as, any, as that goes to any topic, whether it's what that or job-wise or life-wise, if, if you go out of your way to talk about something, guaranteed... You're not proving yourself in that specific category. Yeah. Because if you gotta, if you have to convince anybody of who you are or how sick you are, or something you're not, you're not good. You're not that person. If I tell you how fucking, how sick I am as being an electrician, like dude, everybody knows me as being the best. 
I'm the sickest. That discredits you so bad. And so you fast. look like a piece of shit. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you keep your mouth shut, and then once in a blue moon, you hear someone like, hey, that dude, he's, he's bad. He's a bad dude. Mm-hmm. That looks so much sicker than you fucking convincing everybody that you're so sick. What's that movie? Uh, uh, fuck. I'm horrible at movies. No, dude. you'll know this one, I guarantee it. I uh, do not the penguins, me. and he's like, smile away, boys. Smile wave. <laughs> you don't know? Uh, oh, um, smile Oh, uh, fuck Madagascar. Madagascar, yeah. I cannot believe I got that right. That's the that's the move right there. Like, when people... You wait for people smile to say wave. shit, it's my own way. Because, like you're saying, if you're out there self-advertising yourself like that, you're never going to get far. People are just going to go, oh, Nobody okay, cares. so you're full of shit. <laughs> well, maybe maybe some people do care. My mentality is I don't, I don't care about anybody. I don't fucking care what you do. I really don't. I, I wish I could look in the mirror and have the confidence that those guys see in themselves. Like, I don't. I fucking don't. It's fucking blinding. Well, that's the thing. I think that a lot of guys like us share. And, like, like maybe this doesn't have something to tie into it, but I think it does. Like, we're both really genuine people. Like, I'm not going to tell you a lie. Especially, I love podcasts because you can't lie. There's a bunch of people that are like, they'll call you on your shit. <laughs> Yeah, right away. So it brings out the purest form of people. That's why I like this so much. Yeah. And two, um, people like us are typically funny. Most of the time they're funny. And funny people usually have a lot of ghosts. Or like a lot of, not like bad ghosts, but like a lot of demons they fight. And I think, like, like I fight a lot of demons just from the past year. Uh-huh. And I fight a lot of demons with like, like I don't, look in the mirror and go, that's what I want to be. I'm like, man, you're fatter than fuck. <laughs> like, like, but... Let's get to I work. I think that's a good thing to an extent. Well, because it's not negative. Yeah. It's... And along that topic, I'll jump onto this. So I had a guy I used to work with when I used to do solar. Very religious. No, I'm not religious. I have nothing to talk down on religion i'm open with everybody if if you yeah, have sure. if you're a positive person i'm for it mm-hmm. i do not care what you believe in i don't care what you worship if you don't force it on me i'm cool with it and i'll support you for sure so I, this guy is very religious and so after i stopped working with him we i went to a different company this and that so i still follow him on instagram and he only posts 100% positive messages. Mm. Oh, God will be there for you. God will do this, this and that. You know, everything will work out. It's like, to me, that's so toxic. Yeah. Not focusing on real life. It's like real life's negative. It has negative aspects. And I get that. God will be there for you. God will provide these stuff for you. But... There's gonna be some times where you fucking your dicks in the ditches. Like you need you need to realize shit's gonna get tough. Because these people are always posting like, you know, oh it's gonna be great. You're gonna be okay. Life's gonna work its way out. Just believe. Have faith. And they fuck that. You yeah. need to go through this <clears throat> you need to go through this bullshit. So I completely agree. And one of the things that I've found is I'm pretty open on social media. Like, I, I'm not going to lie to people. Like, yeah. 
when things are good, I post about things being good. But when things suck, I'm, I'm it's not like a, like a, what was me deal, but it's like, I post about it, like, man, this is fucking gnarly. Like, this sucks ass, but here's what's going on. It's a refresher. <clears throat> yeah, but you do get a lot of people that are like, I don't want to see that. Like, they just want to see the good. Fuck you. Yeah, for sure. But I know somebody who is a really good human being, and he has done a lot for my family. He's real into, he's real into religion and shit. But he does that shit where he only posts positivity. And that's great. Like, good on you spreading positivity. But there's something underlying that is so dark. It's it's not unfortunate. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like when I see that, I'm like, so you're the guy that if tomorrow I woke up and got a call that you shot yourself in the head, I would be like, yeah. Yeah. Like... It's, it's so shitty. Like it's Nobody's so shitty. positive 100% of the time. It, it doesn't happen. No, those are the people that are... Robin Williams, man. Pretty that positive dude. That was a tough one. For sure. And that's one of those things that's like... I don't want to see that happen to these people, but at the same time, you try to talk to him. Like, I've tried to talk to this guy before him, and like, like, like he's very religious. He won't cuss. He's very, like, happy-go-lucky. Yeah. And I'm pretty hard, and, like, my... Friends were all like, fucking, I don't know, we're not the churchgoer type. Like, yeah. I don't know, you know, just, we're not, doesn't mean we don't believe in whatever that, whatever their choices are, but that's just something that we don't go to. But he's very happy-go-lucky, and I've tried to level with him, like, hey man, like, you can just talk to me, you yeah. can say fuck if you want, like, just to me, get it out of your system, like, let's go get a beer. He doesn't drink. Like, let's go get one beer. And Let loose for a second. And you know what's weird is these people are always ex like junkies. Seems like a reoccurring trend. I don't know what snaps there, what clicks. It's well, it's an addictive personality. So if they're addicted to drugs, they get off. They're addicted to religion now. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I didn't look at it that way. They have an addictive personality. So yeah. whatever they get honed in on, that's it. Yeah, it sucks because... it becomes toxic. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of that. That just sucks because it's like... I've tried talking to this guy and I'm like... And he's just like so like... Like Flanders. I'm like, dude, I I can't... Okay. Like if you're not going to talk to me, then I can't even be around this because it's going to be really sad when you shoot yourself. Like it's... Well, because the positivity... Really, all that positivity is toxic. It really is because it's a false sense of reality. Yeah, you're fighting life, fire with fire. Life isn't all positive. You have to you have to factor in the negativities in life. Yeah. You have to. Like shit sucks sometimes. Yeah. How you handle those negativities is what defines you as a person though. If you sulk in it and you're like, this is the worst, then yeah, you're huh? fucking not gonna go anywhere. Have fun by yourself. But like today, I was fucking exhausted. Fucking tired. Like it's my last day of the week. Tired. I wanna go home. I want to take a nap so I can be rested up so we can do a good podcast and not be fucking exhausted. And That didn't happen. No. No, it did not. <laughs> and I blew that tire up on my brand new trailer. That trailer is two months old. And it wiped my fender off. And it ruined oh. my wheel. And it oh. fucked up my paint. And it broke my axle and my leaf spring. Like, wiped out a bunch of shit. 
And the only negative thing I had to say was in the most Canadian fucking possible way was, oh, fuck, boys. Shit's fucked. <laughs> or, oh, dick. Shit's fucked, boys. Like, and that's it. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not going to be like, fucking times are tough. Like, yeah, that was $1,500 in damage and I'm going to get over it. Like, whatever. Times aren't, times really are tough. It, no. It, it sucks. It really does. And how you said it is like, after all that bullshit, it's like, all oh, this shit's fucked up. I've been the same way. With my fucking stupid ass Chevy outside, I've broken the tie rods fucking four times. I blow my head gasket. I replaced the studs. It got stolen. I replaced fucking body panels. Fucking got all the dents taken out. My transfer case. Everything. I never had one fucking bad day where I said, fuck this shit. It's like, really? It, life really could be worse. I'm okay. Yeah. I have a decent looking truck. I'm happy with it. I'm going to put the time into it. I'm going to fix it up. It's going to be okay. It's fine. Life could be a lot fucking worse because I could live in some <clears throat> bullshit ass country where I can't even, I don't even know where I'm going to get my shoes or my food for the day. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but I could go to work in the USA and get my paycheck. Got a beautiful truck. Got a beautiful girlfriend. I got fucking beautiful friends. Shit could be a lot fucking worse. Yes. We live a portion of life, and it's easy to get down on this bullshit. And then your truck breaks, or your fucking job don't go the way you want it to. Retrospect, and look at the the way the world's living. We're doing damn fine. It's a really good point. I I do the same thing when you see guys. Typically, they don't listen to you because they're not the kind to listen. Yeah, but exactly. there's this one kid. He's a good kid, and he. I'm pretty much going to describe... He's going to know. He's going to know if he listens to this. <laughs> but he's a good kid. He's just a little rough. He's very 951, like like, like just a fucking little oh, punk. Man. But he's a good kid. And um, he does dumb shit. And, I, and I, he calls me big brother. Like, because he was one of my little brother's friends. Yeah. And I took him in and I was like, hey man, if you... Like, I got your... Like, I'll bail you out and shit. Like, I, obviously, I'm not going to do that every time. But like... If that fool needed a place to stay for a couple nights, I'd give him a place to stay for a couple nights. You know? Yeah. But he gets in relationships with chicks with kids and breaks up with them eight times and then is so sad about breaking up with them. I'm like, dude, this is your eighth time. And he'll like <laughs> he'll get a job and then bullshit his way through the job and get fired and be so sad about it. And then he gets all down on himself and like, like, slow down. Like, re-fucking-wind everything. First of all, don't be a fucking dumbass. Because, like, most of the time, these people know better. Like, yeah. This kid knows better. I know he knows better. And he's just doing it to do it. Because it's there. And they they get so caught up in life that they've created. It's the beauty of the United States. You create your own fucking <laughs> destiny. destiny. So, yeah. you want a fucking great life? Then... Create it. Get off your fucking ass and create it. Otherwise, stop your bitching. Like, you live in a country where you can walk outside and smoke weed on a sidewalk on almost everywhere, which is, like, fucking crazy. There's, you have, you're free here. Like, you're free to do... Yeah, fuck you on. Yep. Not, to the extent Not of, literally. Well, yeah, maybe not but quite. it's close. damn closer to the fuck you want. Yeah. You are free to do... To the extent of your own capabilities. 
I mean, I wish I could go in my front yard and shoot off a rocket launcher. Naked? Yes. Yeah. Want to go do that? Click. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the weirdest way to end a podcast. You just hear like, <laughs> I really wish that was one thing that the country would let us do, though. That would be fucking cool. Let us buy guns on like Amazon. I saw that on Instagram today. Yeah, I saw it too. It's 6100 like, memes. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That would be, dude, that'd be so sick. You know he's out of Elsinore? I believe that. I know. I know somebody who knows who it is. Oh, yeah? That page? So... 6100 memes is on par. They're, yes. They're That's... damn near perfect. Whoever... Hey, if for some some reason that you're listening to this podcast... Sorry. <laughs> First of all. On, that dude's on point. 6100 yeah. memes. That dude's on point. Yeah. His posts are fucking perfect. He is, and... um. Another one that's a good shout out is uh, that Mac Rillian guy. Uh, yes, God I know. damn, dude, his stories are so funny. They're so good. You know what I really love is Truck Rice. That guy fucking gets on some people. He does I not lo- fuck around. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty savage. I, I love it because he gets. That dude has no boundaries. Yeah, he does not give a fuck. That's what I like. He'll burn some people down, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. That's why I don't post my truck, because I don't want to get a hold of it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, my trucks have like 48 different fucking styles. I'm, I'm coming. I'm no, sure our, our trucks are far from his taste. I hope. I'll tell you what, man. Um, Another good page. Wow. <laughs> Quality content here. Um, another good page is that fucking Nature's Metal page. I know. There's I've been following them for that. years. There's something to that, man. Watching people get and fucking or animals, people, whatever, just getting murked. Like it really humbles your ass up. <laughs> that video I sent you yesterday, those that those two dudes that I broke into that guy's house. Oh yeah, that was awesome. He, he marked them both on his front porch. Yep. Later. Yeah, that was really good. Speaking of which, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Um, there is a page. Uh, oh shit. Don't play Pandora. Um, there's a page here. It's a nature page. Let's see. Yeah. He took another pee break. Oh wait. Yeah, now he's gonna pee again. Anyways, like I said, there's another nature, nature page out there. Uh, oh! Um, outdoors, outdoorski, outdoorski uncut, uncut, uh, that's a quality page, guys, if you ever get a chance to look through that, I mean, seriously, heads up, uh, it's fucking gnarly, it's, like, like, the first one isn't that gnarly, it's a fucking elephant getting an enema, but there's just some gnarly ass shit on there. Give that shit a follow if you get a chance. I gotta go pee now. I'm gonna go get another beer. And then I think maybe go pee. And we're gonna button this podcast up. Alright, we're back. Um, Hey man, this was pretty fun. As always. Uh Uh-huh. You got any um, 
handles? What's your shit? Instagram, Snapchat, any of those you want to share? Um, what is my handle? I don't know. You're White Duramax, my phone. You've been that White for <laughs> six years or some shit. <laughs> six, six years, and then we've been hanging out. This is our third time hanging out. My Instagram handle is Trevor with two R's at the end. Underscore Allen. A-L-L-E-N. I'm expecting at least one follow. I'll be happy with that. Can I unfollow you and follow you back? I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Whatever works. So there's two R's. Are they are they both soft R's? Or do you have one hard R? The way I'm looking at it, it's a soft R. So it's like a whisper out? like. T-R-E-V-O-R-R underscore Okay. A L L E N. Okay. Okay. So yeah, if you unfollow me and then follow me, I'll be pretty much set. Okay, so you, you guys don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, all the one person listening, you don't have to follow me. Yeah, blue collar badass. We expect nothing from you. Anyways. Actually, actually I prefer you not to follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I prefer you not to listen to this. <laughs> it's reverse psychology. Nobody's, nobody's even listening now. Yeah, we're four hours in and everybody's like, but fuck if you. But, there's one dude listening, what you take from all this, fuck what anybody else thinks, work your ass off, if you got a goal, put your head down, put your dick in the dirt, fucking work towards it, and the people that you're surrounded by will support you, and not... Fuck them. Amen. I fucking that's beautiful. People will come around. Yeah. If they support you. They'll be there. If not, fuck them. You'll end up finding your people. Fuck yeah, I like that. Thanks for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Kick ass. Stay hard, people. See you on the next.